Grasping and desire keep us dissatisfied. Harmony comes from the natural spiritual life which is formed from within. When that spiritual life comes forth, it lightens all the burdens that humans have. It makes life smooth, floating on the ocean of living. When there is no appreciation, no receptivity, we sink like a rock to the bottom of the sea. Instead, we must float like the boat that is hollow and is receptive to movement. When you reach out for things the energy you use usually pushes the thing away. Like the bow of a boat pushing the water. Like reaching for a feather the pressure of reaching pushes it away. The real way to have everything and anything is to want nothing. And then see what comes to you. If you are willing to take whatever comes and to care for it and cultivate it, then everything comes. The whole world pursues love outside themselves in the hope of having it. You need to have love within yourself cultivate that then the whole world comes to your door. If you want love and go looking for love it's like looking for your car keys when they are actually in your pocket. There is a lot of confusion about abundance in our society. People think that it is about wanting and having and getting and receiving and building things. You can see it in all these courses that people go to, to help them develop greater skill manipulating the universe and others, so that they become more abundant. That is not true abundance because it's connected with things. True abundance is connected with the spirit. It is not dependency on things good and bad or love from others or pleasure. To experience a true. Finding your true nature, copyright C. Walker 2004. Abundance requires a capacity of our hearts to face the dark side of life with equal equanimity as we face the light. To face life and death, gain and loss, equally. The abundance of heart requires us to face all things, to be the same, still amongst birth and death, achievement, accumulation and release. Whoever does not sometime or other give their full and joyous consent to the dreadful scenes of life as well as its beauty, can never take possession of the unutterable abundance of power in our existence. They can only skirt the edge and one day when their own judgment is given will be judged to have neither been alive or dead. Abundance also requires us to be open to all experiences in this moment. To witness life fully awakened. This is to call life as it is. To see violence, starvation, racism and pain and suffering, and witness it. And to know in amongst it all that there is another, more natural way. Viktor Frankl reminds us that all things can be taken from us but we are still able to choose the abundance of our heart. The joy of life is not about the new parking spot, the size of the car, the new suit, or the size of the house, or bank account. There is much changeability in these things and therefore they must generate fear. There is more to life. We need to find an abundance of heart in amongst these things. The world does not need more oil or cars or plastic packets, we need less greed. Happiness cannot be made of grasping. Whether it's our children, our work or our friends and lovers is not about grasping. Grasping and greed are synonymous. When there is letting go and when life becomes simple, abundance is automatic. Finding your true nature, copyright C. Walker 2004. A man died leaving significant wealth and someone said how much did leave? The relative replied, everything. Abundance is about witnessing the gift of being alive. Just breathing and humbling yourself to this beautiful world. This grasping can be transformed from fear-based to its opposite which is an abundance. The need for things and the grasping for things reveals our sensitivity. It shows our recognition of the magnificence of the world around us. But if the grasping for these things and the hoping for them becomes some form of addiction, then we are imprisoned. We must realize that we are already abundant, already fulfilled and already have everything we need for happiness. It is right here in the human heart. It is not the absence of possessions that frees a person, quite the opposite. But it is the absence of attachment, the absence of greed and the absence of fear that makes a person happy. Truly a happy person is happy, without anything, and equally happy with everything. Where there is insufficiency, there must be desire, and out of this desire is born a particular mode of life or a method of action, 
and therefore further conflict, further struggle, further pain. That is, where one, consciously or unconsciously, feels the drive and insecurity of insufficiency. Then there must be conflict, there must be misery and a sense of shallowness and emptiness and of the utter futility of life. One may not be conscious of this insufficiency, or one may be conscious of it. What is the process of the mind when there is a perception of insufficiency? What happens when one becomes conscious of this emptiness, this shallowness within oneself? What do we do when we become conscious of this emptiness, of this void in ourselves? We desire to fill that emptiness, often by looking for a pattern, for a mold. Finding your true nature, copyright C. Walker 2004. Created by another, we imitate, follow that pattern, we discipline ourselves in that mold which another has established, hoping that we may thereby fill this emptiness, this shallowness of which we have become more or less conscious. We begin to reject our own particular experiences and the understanding of these experiences, because we feel insufficiency, and we turn to imitate, to copy, and to live through another's experience. And when we look to another's experience and do not live by our own understanding, there naturally comes more and more insufficiency, more and more conflict. We strive for the dissipation of this insufficiency, to action, because where there is insufficiency and emptiness our one desire is to fill that emptiness, and so we look to action merely to fill that. Again, what do we do when we look to an action to complete that insufficiency? We are merely trying through accumulation to fill that void, and so we are not trying to find out what the cause of insufficiency is. We just make it hurt more. When you feel that you are insufficient, what happens? You try to fill that insufficiency with something, you try to become rich, and you say that to become rich, is to become complete. But this does not give you richness, this does not bring about completeness or fulfillment. And then you say to yourself, I will try to live by my own understanding, which has its dangers leading to isolation and delusion, and if you merely look to action, saying, I shall go out into the world and act so as to become rich, complete, you are again, by substitution, trying to fill that void. The solution is to find the cause of the insufficiency. If you become aware then you will find out the cause of insufficiency. Then, instead of seeking completeness and accumulation you create fulfillment through the heart, and your true nature takes good care of the rest.